Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. Welcome to this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective. And I am thrilled to have another amazing woman on my show this week. And just the serendipity that's happened for me to be finding these incredible women. And I know they're out there, but for them to be crossing my path is just, I know, just divine download and divine intervention. And so I am pleased to introduce you to Danielle P. Jeter, and I'm going to give you just a quick few things about her, and then we're just going to dive in because you'll get all the stuff in the show notes. So Danielle is a dynamic change agent and an award-winning travelpreneur, garnering 12 years as a CEO and a trusted advisor to politicians, institutions, CEOs, and youth. And she has proven strategies that have garnered her opportunities to share the stage with many guests, including guests like Master P and Kindred, the Family Soul. She is an incredible CEO and has started a nonprofit organization as the founder and president of Women in Media Global. Danielle P. Jeter, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me as your guest. This is, this is just going to be awesome. I cannot wait to have this conversation because we are, we are a couple of decades apart, but also, (laughs) I mean, just, just some of the things we've talked about when we were first meeting, I was like this, I have, I have to have this woman on my show. So here's where I want to start. Um, I want you to tell people kind of what you told me in that nutshell of how you got to be Danielle P. Jeter, CEO, (laughs) global leader (laughs) right now. Tell us how you got here. (laughs) Sure. Um, Where should I begin? So um, I've I've always been a uh, individual who loves community, who loves being being with people and who loves positivity, bringing people together for an awesome time, for a positive time. So I was always that student leader in middle school and high school. And um, I was consistently following the things that I love to do, which is performing and dance. And so um, at a young age, I started to dance at six years old and I've trained my entire life in ballet, jazz, modern, African dance, hip hop. And so being um, in theater and dancing and just being a part of all these student organizations, it just continued to just lead me to the next thing in life, making sure that I always did the things I love to do, which brings me back to center and to my core values. And so I allowed that to um, then take me to Spelman College because uh, I wanted to attend an HBCU so I could dance in the band, just like Drumline. I saw that movie and it inspired me. I said, I want to do that. So I figured out how to make that happen. And so Spelman students, it's an all-female institution, but we actually sit right on the same property as Morehouse College. Mm -hmm. And so we were able to audition and be in the marching band with Morehouse students where the football team is. And so I was able to go to college and continue to do what I love, which is dance, perform, Mm -hmm. create community, be vibrant in front of my student um, student leaders and things like that. And um, during my senior year, 
2009 going into 2010, mm-hmm. there was the recession. And yes. I said, you know, there's, there's a possibility that I could graduate from Spelman without mm-hmm. a job offer because the market mm-hmm. is not doing well. And so I decided to take that year off of the dance team and to mm-hmm. focus on launching a business. And uh, did not know what I was getting myself into, but I said, well, <laughs> I have to figure out how to make some money. So I'm going to start a business. And I've yes. always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't see myself starting at 19 years old mm-hmm. with my first business, AOI mm-hmm. events and PR. And so I took some business classes. I got some mentors. I got some internships and experience. And I launched that business October of my senior year. And um, just doing that has, you know, again, I I went that route because I said, hmm, I love bringing people together. I love creating space and community. So that took me into the world of event production and promotions Mm -hmm. and parties taking taking that passion out of theater into the space of events Mm -hmm. and so that's how I came up with the idea of my company was to create these event experiences to bring people together for an awesome time and to find clients who would pay me to do it right (laughs) right so um fast forward I'm still running that business today AOI events and PR is now 13 years old wow (laughs) that's incredible that is just incredible I um I, when you first told me that story, I was like, man, this is, this is just, this is a story that needs to be told because I think it is, it's the story that says, you know what, not everybody wants to, or can go to college. And even if you go, there's no guarantee, right? And we're seeing that mm-hmm. a lot now with the challenge with student debt, the no guarantee recession before there's no guarantees, right? No, nothing is guaranteed. And yet you were able to take something and see, have some foresight to say, oh, I could just wait and see what happens. Or I could take like my fate in my own hand, at least try, at least make some kind of effort to to have a different outcome. And so that's the first thing that that really got me thinking, I've got to have this woman on my podcast. But the second thing, and we talked about this, is this whole idea of passion. And we said, we're going to have this conversation because I think it's hard for people to think about this because- what you hear is, you know, old heads like me, that sounds great. And I say that I am very proud to be going on 54 and I've worked hard to be here. Although I feel like I'm 20 sometimes, right? Right. Right. I think I'm aging backwards because except for the fact that sometimes I'm like, you know, at 54, there's not much that I'll tolerate anymore. Right? So, <laughs> Good for um, you. But, but I just, I, when we had this conversation about passion, I said, you know, there are those of us of that, of that generation still. So not, not the boomers, but kind of that Gen X where I am that are in that in between, we knew we weren't going to stay at the same place and be there forever. We knew that, but you still had kind of that, that sense of you do what you got to do until you can do what you want to do which I think still plays true in some, in some mm. level. Right. But we didn't talk a lot about passion. You know, we, we talked about purpose, but you didn't really think so much about your job being your passion or your calling. If that was what you were going to do, you went out and did your thing, right? If you were either going to work for somebody else or you're going to do your passion, but then the millennials happen, right? And it's like, no, no, no. If I'm going to work, I want to be working in my passion, which sounds real good, except that, not every job is going to enable you to do your passion. And so how are you going to try to hold a corporation responsible for making sure you're fulfilling your passion? So there's that real, you know, yin yang about passion, but you took passion and turned passion into learning 
and skill development and then into action. So tell me a little bit about how, when you say following my passion and using my passion, what does that really mean when you say that for you? I want to do the things that make me happy, the things that at my core value identify with who I am, where I don't have to compromise how I want to spend my time, how I want to spend my day. And so that whatever I do pursue and invest my time in, that actually I'll do a very good job at it because I want to do this. I want to be here. I'm happy about the way that I spend my time. Right. One thing for sure that my mom has taught me is that life is short. And yes. so you never know, everybody has a, has a birth and everybody has an end date. And so you never know yes. when that time is going to come. So why not take the opportunity while you have it, while you're still breathing mm-hmm. and you're still here to do what you love to do? Because when you, are, when you are doing what you love to do, I feel like you're in divine order. And when you're in mm-hmm. divine order, that means you're following the calling and the purpose that's for your life. Anytime mm-hmm. that you pursue that, you will always be taken care of everything Mm -hmm. will continue to fall into place for you. So you really have nothing to lose. And so what that might look like is a very non-traditional route, a very non-traditional or unconventional career path, but it's certainly one that can be done. And so Mm -hmm. I remember in high school, I I had an English teacher who taught me for many years. And I told him that I wanted to go to college to be a Black history teacher. Mm -hmm. And he said, "Mm, you'll be good at anything that you do, but... I think it's something different out here for you. So he gave Mm -hmm. me a book and the Mm -hmm. book was careers for unconventional people. Ah. So even at that, you know, 15, 16 Mm -hmm. years old, he saw something in me that I didn't fully recognize, but that he Mm -hmm. knew that I was on a path that was very different and it wasn't the traditional Mm -hmm. path. So that's what that means to me. Yeah. I just, God, there's so much there. So, so there's two things, two places I want to go with that. So one is, this, this idea that you took passion, you developed some skill, right? And you, you did something, you decided that that's where you wanted to be. And you were willing to prepare yourself, right? And take the risk to do it. Um, I think it's Oprah that says, right? Luck is just when opportunity meets preparation. So you, mm-hmm. you prepared and then you moved. The other side of that though, was this, this idea of, you know, because you knew what your passion was and you wanted to be in divine order, you took it upon yourself to do it and you didn't expect someone else to turn something around to make it so for you, right? You didn't go into a Deloitte and say, but this is who I am. (laughs) So y'all just need to change because this is how I show up. And so that strength and courage that you have to really sit in who you are very strongly, how do you think that has really played into not only your decision to do this for you, but as you talk to other people who are trying to make that decision and maybe did go kind of a traditional route, but aren't really happy, how are you talking to them about really standing in that, but understanding that may mean you have to do something different and may mean you have to do it on your own? Well, I give very crazy advice, which is to just jump and go for it (laughs) because that's the experience where, where I come from. That's where I sit Mm -hmm. from. Literally, if I see something and I believe in it and I have the confidence, like you just said, and I Mm -hmm. have the know, even if I don't have the know-how, I just have the faith that 
God got me. So I'm just going to jump yes. and I'm just going to figure it out along the way. Right. Mm -hmm. So my advice is, is not the most sound advice for people <laughs> who might be trying to figure things out. But mm -hmm. I honestly believe that when you follow your heart and you go mm -hmm. after the things that make you happy and the things mm -hmm. that you know you're good at, you're going to find a way to make it happen for you. And mm -hmm. you're going to continue to just piece your life together piece by piece by piece. Right. I'm not saying it's going to be easy or that it right. always feels like it makes sense or that you're not going to have hard times. Mm -hmm. You are going to experience challenges. But right. like I said, life is short and yeah. utilize the gifts and the, and the skills and the tools that you have inside of you. Because at any point in time, our gifts can be removed from us if we're not utilizing them and if yes. we're not really expressing those things. Our gifts mm -hmm. and talents are really meant for us to share unto others and share unto the world. It's not meant for us to keep locked up in a cabinet, for us to keep on yeah. hold so no one knows that we have a voice. No one knows that we do poetry. No one knows that we can yeah. actually perform and sing and, and play an instrument or that we have this gift where we can speak life into people. Those are really mm -hmm. used to share unto other people. So my advice is to find a way and go for it. I see my experience is a little bit different because mm -hmm. I started a business at a very young age. I didn't have right. many other, you know, um, circumstances or, or mm -hmm. other people depending on me. I have, I, have, I don't yeah. have that, that many dependents. Right. So mm -hmm. I was able to go full force and to follow the goals and dreams that I have for myself as a businesswoman. And so I often tell mm -hmm. young people, if you have a goal, to start something you want to be in business I say start mm -hmm. as young as possible because you don't have those dependencies and mm -hmm. so the only person you really have to take care of yourself when you're young is you but once yeah. you start a family and you get married and you have children I understand that other people who are listening may have a different experience and they mm -hmm. have those other family members who depend on them so you may have yeah. to create you know more of a system to make it happen right, right. but if you're in a space where you where you don't and you can go full fledged, I would say when you mm -hmm. can go full fledged. You know, and and I love that because again, the thing that I think is beautiful about what you did was you didn't just say, "Oh, you know, I like to dance. Oh, this is what I want to do. Oh, this is." I mean, you really took the time, and and as you said, it could be a lot of it was just your preparation, right? And and what your parents instilled in you, and what you learned in this 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 teacher that really saw something else in you. But you have this clarity, right, about who you are, right? This alignment with really where your passion is and what you're supposed to do. And I think for those of you who are listening, who are struggling with, oh my gosh, I don't know, you know, what is it? clearly the first thing you got to do is get really clear on who you are and where you are, right? Before you do anything, who are you and where are you? And then you can start thinking about, okay, what is it I want to do? What is it going to take? Is there something else I need to learn? Or who do I need to surround myself with? Because listening to Danielle, she had done that work and whether or not she was conscious of that, right? At the time, <laughs> probably not when we're that young, we don't know. We just know what no, we No, you don't know. But in hindsight, you know, she, she'd done that work. She'd had people who poured into her the ability to be really clear about who she was and what her gifts are. And so, so now you've got this amazing PR business, right? And I think you told me too, at one point, and it's in your bio that you were at Radio One at one point, and yep. you know, you've done some stuff with BET. I mean, you've just done some really amazing things. 
And if you, if you think about that part of building, especially you came out of Spelman, which is an amazing HBCU and you've got your thing, but part of that is also who is Danielle P. Jeter, right? Who is your brand? And so as you think about this, this PR work that you've done, the event planning that you've done, the other promotions that you've done for yourself and others, these folks who are trying to decide what do I do next, even if you're in a corporation, you have a brand, you are your brand. What yep. kind of advice do you tell people about building a brand for either who they are now or who they want to be? So my advice for building a brand, and you said it, Laurel, you have to be true to who you are, right? So it starts from a very authentic place mm -hmm. and you being absolutely confident and okay with who you are because mm -hmm. we have like such incredible social media sites today. Oh. Viewers, followers, subscribers yes. can really see through anything that's phony, anything mm -hmm. that's fake. And they want to connect with real individuals who have authentic yeah you know, presence about them who really mm -hmm. describe and share what it's like being a person day to day, just yeah. a regular human being who goes through life and actually has experiences that are human experiences. So first mm -hmm. and foremost, it is being authentic. Yeah. Secondly, once you're authentic, you'll be able to own your voice and be mm -hmm. able to really share what your views are, what your values are and, mm -hmm. and what's more important to you. And not being afraid or shying back or, or like withholding or, or, or shrinking, but yes. because you, you understand that authentic part of you and you know that you can share that. And then also when it comes to building a brand, the third thing is consistency. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you are building your brand, you know, the most successful yeah. brands are those who can, can create community around those mm -hmm. brands and people who feel as if they are a part of your tribe, they're a part yeah. of, of, your, of, of your community. Mm -hmm. And so that means you have to consistently show up for these people and yeah. you have to connect with them with that authentic space and with you owning your voice. So these, those three yeah. things right there, I'm not gonna tell you, it's about your colors, it's about your logo, right. it's about the slogan. <laughs> it's really right. about you showing that you're a human and that yeah. you want to be in this space and that you show up every day and that you connect with them. You know, and that is so, that's so key because, you know, I will tell people, and I say this all the time, I, I hate being on camera. I still hate it. And I've been on camera, I've been on camera forever, um, but I just hate it. And even when I started doing my business, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to be on camera, right? You got to be on video. And but I had to think about it from the standpoint of me being on camera is not about me. Me being on camera is about serving other people, right? So I stopped looking at, oh, what's your hair doing? What's your face doing? Why are your eyes doing that? What, you know, all that mess, because we are our own worst critics and really about the message that I'm delivering. And so yeah. for those that are listening, that hardest part for me was consistency. Mm. Not because I didn't want to be consistent, but I'm like, oh, I got to get on camera again. <laughs> I got to <laughs> talk to people again. Because I, I am personally very much an introvert. I'm professionally extroverted. Extroverted because I have to be. And in HR, you know, you okay. talk to people all the time. But I also know, as you said, you touched on it a number of times. Our gifts are meant to be shared. Our gifts are not given to us to hold. They expand and they grow when we share them. And, and I do believe 
that I am now finally moving into this, this purpose. I'm serving a greater purpose. That's one of the reasons I left corporate to serve bigger and to serve better and to, to reach people. And, and the only way for the people that need you to find you is for you to show up. Show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotta show up. <laughs> and that's, that's whether or not it's in your own business. Right. And, and even if it's a product, right. If it's not services, like if you're in a service business and it's just you, like I am my brand, I don't intend to get a big old team. I've been there, done that. I'm not doing that, but I have to show up because I am my brand. If you're in a company, you're your brand. I mean, you've got, you have built this business, this PR business, you've got to show up and yes, you've got a team, but I'm sure there are clients that come to you and they're like, no, we want to talk to Danielle. Yeah. And the other thing about running your own business is there's nobody there to hold you accountable. Right. Nobody's, nobody's checking. If I decide to sleep in for a whole week, mm-hmm. who's going to really check for me to, to make sure right. that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do as the CEO of this business? So that takes yes. a lot of self-motivation and self-determination mm-hmm. and self-drive to get up yeah. each and every day and to, do, to handle priorities and responsibilities because it's nobody else's job but mine. Exactly. Well, and that brings me to something because um, as I'm recording this podcast, it's during a week where I've decided I'm not going to do a new episode and I'm actually revisiting an old episode. I'm repurposing something on purpose. And I had to really, it took me a minute, right? It took me a minute to say, oh man, you mean I'm not going to do something new and just, but I have to be my own coach sometimes to say, Laurel, you got to give yourself some grace a minute too. Sometimes you just need a minute. How do you as CEO, right? Or even if you're not CEO, if you are leading a company, if you're, because leadership is about behavior, not about position. If you are leading a group, if you're leading a team, if you're leading a business, if you are a senior VP, whatever, how do you, Danielle, find time or make the decision to say, you know what? I've been going, 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 everything's great, but I'm going to plan for, or I'm going to decide here's when I need some time to recharge me. How do you do that? And then how do you prep for that? Well, that's a really good question. And after years of being in business, it was it was one particular year, maybe, I don't know, this might have been like year seven, mm-hmm. where, you know, it was um, coming to the end of the year, and we started getting our books together mm-hmm. for tax season. And yeah. we began to go through our profit and loss statement. And that's my advice. You don't wait to the end of the year to run your numbers. You should actually no. run your numbers every single week. And yes. you have weekly goals to hit. Okay. So that's one thing that I've yes. learned. Yeah. So I waited to the end of the year and I was so disappointed in our numbers mm. that I had invested so much time, you know, working crazy hours every single week, putting in so much effort into the business for the numbers to yes. not really move. Yeah. And I said, you know what? That I'm not doing that anymore. That's it. And I'm going to make standard hours. I'm going to make more time for myself. So what I do, Mm -hmm. I change my hours. I change my accountability and I signed up to be a part of a dance team. And within me signing up to be a part of that dance company, we have dance rehearsals about three, four times a week, Mm -hmm. which means that I have to end work at a certain time so I can transition and go to rehearsals, which is at night. So I began, when I saw that, I said, you know, I'm not going to sacrifice my personal life anymore for the Mm -hmm. business business. I love you. You're everything, but there's more to life than my business. And so nowadays I actually have, I am probably one of the most structured people that you'll Mm -hmm. ever meet. 
I have work hours. You can't contact me before my work hours. Yes. I have work hours where I end. And also on the weekends, I don't work. Mm-hmm. The only times I'm available on the weekend is if my client books me for, any, you know, especially van or something right. that's going on where I have to actually be on site. But right. that's, that's rare in my business anymore because we don't do a lot of events anymore. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. strictly media focused, strictly doing media features. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have my, my, I work from 10 to six. Mm-hmm. And after that, that is it. I put everything away. And I also train my team to do the same thing. So if I find them submitting work before our office hours or after our mm-hmm. office hours, I just remind them that it can work. It can wait until the next time you clock into work. You don't have to feel yes. as if it's immediate and it's urgent. Right. So yes. I make sure that all of the people that I'm working with clients, partners, staff, that they understand the work hours and to know mm-hmm. how to communicate with me. So that's one thing that I do. The second thing wow. that I do is I prioritize my fitness and workout schedule or just my wellness. I have a success mm-hmm. wellness routine and I prioritize that. And I take the first two hours of each day to just pour into myself. Mm, that's good. And, yeah. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And then I have quarterly vacations that's already on the calendar. Oh, <laughs> and it just, I have time to just, you know, my R&R, just unwind yes. and just take a moment, even if it's not anything that's, you know, exotic. You know, last mm-hmm. time I did a staycation and I stayed oh, in yes. Miami and I enjoyed. And so just making sure that actually making calendar times on mm-hmm. blocking out the times on our calendar is how I keep it accountable. And then I also, I don't feel bad. Like I don't feel bad yes. by not being always available. <laughs> yes. You know, and that's the thing I think as, as women um, and it's particularly, particularly Gen X women, this whole guilt thing of, Oh, but I said, no, well, I guess I could do it if I have to, if they really need me. And, and I was just reading something from Fawn Weaver yesterday. And I'm, I'm like, I already reached out to them. I'm reaching out to them again. I'm believing she's going to be on my fireside show. Cause she just, she is incredible. And, um, and for those of you who don't know her, Fawn Weaver is the CEO and founder of uncle nearest whiskey. And she just, she is something. incredible. She's amazing. And so she just posted something today. She was doing a mic check on her. She's on her hundred day tour. And she said, you know what? I don't have any problem saying no. No. And my no is fast. My no is really fast. She said, and I say no to almost everything because my yeses are really intentional and I'm all in on my yeses. So they take me a little longer to get to, but I mean them. And she said, and I don't feel bad about saying no. And I thought, wow, there is so much power in no, my no means no. And I'm not mad. I'm not upset. And if you are, I can't own that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's amazing. Amazing. And that ability to sit, my my therapist even says, kind of like you said, she said, you should have at least one hour a day, at least one day a week, and at least one week a quarter. That's completely free time. That's the vacation time. And I'm like, yes, okay, well, I kind of get the hour a day. I usually get one day a week if I'm on it. That mm-hmm. one week a quarter, yeah, you you are now making me be accountable, Danielle. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna. I think if you plug it. it in in advance, and as it comes yes. up, then you know it's already blocked off, right? So then, yes, 
it's All there. Right, the time is gone. You know, and, yep. and actually I was thinking about that the other day. Cause my mom, I have, my mom is just amazing. My mom is 81. And I'm like, I really want to be spending some more time with my mom. We don't live in the same city. And I was thinking, you know what? I need to, I need to find this time. We need to go see some cousins. And, and I thought it's my business. I can just schedule Ooh, the time and let people know I'm unavailable. That's it. It'll be okay. I can redo yes. another podcast. I cannot do the radio show that week or we can play an old radio show. I mean, it's not like the world you is sure not going to stop because I am off the Unavailable. Yep. And, and you know I what? am it's better for people. Good thing. Yes. 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 I agree with that too. I am so into my success routines. I have a morning one. I have an evening one. And me having this structure around my schedule because I show up as a better person. I show up as my best self. And you know what they say, you can't pour from a cup that's half empty. So I continue to fill my cup so that I have something to pour when I do come to all of my commitments and Mm -hmm. into contact with the people that I have to work with and and talk to. So, and a lot of times, you know, a lot of feedback that I've been getting, people have been saying, your energy is so green like your energy exudes it's positive and you're always spreading love wherever you go and I'm just like Mm -hmm. I am grateful to see that the time that I spend into pouring into myself is really helping those around me and really helping the world so you you help other people too when you pour into you because you show up so green and people need that green space they do and I so Tell me a little bit, tell us a little bit about as much as you are willing to share, tell us a little bit about your, your morning and evening, as you call them, your success routines. Tell us a little bit about those. I love my routines. It's like the best part of my day. So in the morning, my alarm goes off at like 445, 5 a.m. And it's called um, mm-hmm. the Billionaires Club. And so the alarm okay. goes off Billionaires Club and it goes off to a worship song. And I'm not saying that I get up every, every time on time. But that's mm-hmm. when the alarm goes off. And, and um, so I tend to get up very early in the morning mm-hmm. and um, I express gratitude in a number of ways. So I verbally say prayers. I also have a gratitude journal that's mm-hmm. digital where I write into my gratitude journal. I do yeah. journal prompts and things like that. And um, yeah. it's a whole community. It's actually a, like a social site. And I oh, love cool. just kind of scrolling and reading through to see what other people are grateful for well Mm -hmm. and that always brings like a positive energy into my space Um, and so I do a daily devotional as well on my bible Mm -hmm. app and so I start my day you know with God and um, just just making sure that I'm ushering in um, his presence and Mm -hmm. after that um, I hydrate I do my vitamins and then I put on my workout gear and I'm out the door and I run about two miles a day. And then I do mm-hmm. like an outdoor, like a hit workout. It's not uh-huh. very long. I might work out anywhere from like five to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm out at the bay when I do it. Oh, so yeah. um, I'm in Miami. So it's sunny. It's beautiful. It's trees. Yeah. And so just to be out there to like feel the breeze on me. And that's a whole nother gratitude moment. The fact mm-hmm. that I'm able to live at the water. And so um, I enjoy my time at the park every single morning. Yeah. And I also meditate at the park. So I'll bring my ear pods and I'll meditate. Mm-hmm. I'll do something, you know, maybe like a five or 10 minute, like grounding meditation, or I'll meditate right. to some Bible scripture. 
And I have affirmations that I recite in my app. I have another app for affirmations. Mm-hmm. That's how I write affirmations mm-hmm. and I affirm myself in the morning. Yeah. And um, I have this long document that's called my, um, it's, it's called my like vision map. Mm-hmm. And my vision map really details out, I'm talking to the future Danielle and I'm bringing her uh, into, yes. I'm manifesting her into life. And mm-hmm. so it just breaks down, you know, how I'm going to live and what I want to do and, and how I'm going to change the world. And it also lists mm-hmm. out my goals. And then I have declarations that I say for my, for my family, my friends, my business, my community. Um, I have more affirmations on there. And then I have my rules and my rules remind mm-hmm. me of how I live my daily life, my day-to-day life, what time I wake up, what I do, what time I go to bed, how I spend my mm-hmm. time what I don't tolerate, what I do tolerate and where I'm going Uh, with my life. And then um, once I'm done all that, um, also a social media post is definitely in the routine because I got to show up. (laughs) And (laughs) got to be consistent, got to be showing up for people. Yes. (laughs) I show up. (laughs) So I do my post in the morning and I make sure I do all my posting. And um, once that's done, that's pretty much my morning routine. Mm-hmm. Until then, I, I run back to the house, I get dressed for the day, mm-hmm. and then I start at 10 a.m. I love it. I love it. That is, and, and I think, you know, the thing, there were so many things I heard in that. And, but the big thing I think is that you have found something that gives you so much grounding and keeps you so aligned and gives you that fills you up so that you can pour into others. Right. And as, as my friend Holly says, you got to be a little selfish in order to be selfless. You have to be able to focus first. And, and I say, put your mask on first, right. You got to be able to, to realize that you only get this one vessel, right. We only get this one life. We don't know how long it's going to be. So it's important to give as much as we can to show up as our best selves. And I am, I am not, I will be the first one to admit, I do not do that well all the time. I spent a lot of years, 30 years in corporate, making sure that everyone else was fit, making sure that everyone else got what they needed, making sure, you know, and and being in constant conflict because not on my watch, we're not going to lie on my watch. Right. But depending on the organization you're in, that's a constant battle. And so you don't realize how you get into those habits. So I'm speaking to you, folks who are watching me who are saying, oh, but do I have time for that? Is that really, look, let me tell you something. It is just as easy to develop a habit that Danielle talked about as it is to develop a habit that you did over the five, 10, 15, 30 years you did in corporate, because that's like the corporate habit is like boiling a frog, right? Mm -hmm. It's the water heats up so slowly that you don't realize you're almost dead until the water is boiling hot because you've just gotten used to just, you've gotten used to the environment, right? It's heated up so Mm -hmm. slowly. You've gotten so used to just giving the extra, doing the extra, just one more minute, just five more minutes, just one more meeting. And the next thing you know, you've got a calendar like mine with no white space in it and you're not sleeping on a Sunday for five years. Yep. You can develop a good habit just as easily as you can over time develop that bad habit of forgetting who you are. And forgetting why yeah. you're there and losing your value because someone else is telling you that you don't yep. have value. Yep. And that's not okay. And it's not true because yeah. you are valuable because you are here. Right. So 
Danielle, as we, as we end, because I could talk to you for another three hours and we're going to have to do this again. <laughs> and by the way, the great thing is stay tuned because we're going to have Danielle and I are going to be on my fireside show, which is live. So you'll be able to come and talk to her and ask questions and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to have that happening in June. So stay tuned for that. But as we end the, the podcast, what is like one good piece of advice that you would give someone who is in this moment making a decision? They're listening to this podcast on the way to their job. They may love it. They may hate it, but they're, and they're not quite sure what they want to do, but they know something could be different. Something could be better. What's the one key piece of advice that you would give somebody? I got this advice recently and, um, it's something that I want to share with you. Okay. I, I started adding in a grounding meditation, which is a very okay. specific type of meditation. Mm-hmm. And so the grounding meditation really helps to ground some of your chakras. Now I'm not going to go into detail what chakras right. these are. Because <laughs> that's not my, that's not my Right. Lane. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. But I'm you- like, just, yeah. <laughs> If you go to YouTube, what I did was I found, you know, grounding, I put in grounding meditation, a five Mm -hmm. minute one, a 10 minute one. And and it's not, you don't have to do anything lengthy. You know, you might just be starting out with meditation and it's a guided one. So you want to find a guided meditation and just try to put this into habit. Try to do a grounding meditation every single morning and have a journal with you. And when you're done with that meditation, Whatever comes up for you in that moment, in that session, mm-hmm. journal about it in your personal journal. Mm-hmm. And I found that um, a lot of different things came up for me. And it might not be a million things. You might just have right. one thing that comes to mind that brings clarity. But when you ground yourself, and a lot of times mm-hmm. it suggests that you do it where you can be connected to the earth. So maybe out in yeah. your lawn or in your backyard mm-hmm. or by the trees or in the park. Mm-hmm. It's going to bring something up in your spirit and whatever that yeah. is, write that down and start to find clarity. It will help you find clarity in those moments. And so yeah. that's one of the great activities I want to share with you. It's a mindfulness activity. Yeah. And for sure, um, I know for sure that it will help you make yeah. decisions and at least just, just have some, some clarity in certain areas of your life. I love that because everything I do is about alignment, vision, action. That's what I work with my folks on, you know, alignment, vision, action. And my, my logo is a tree for a reason, because I believe I call it the root ball. What is your root system? What is it that grounds you? So that is a hey. perfect, from my perspective, right? See, I'm telling you divine. I'm divine right on target. <laughs> yes. I mean, and, and it's perfect. And for me, that is friends, family, faith, and health, right? And that health is health with a big H. So financial, physical, emotional, mental, right? All of that health. Um, but that grounding, that getting out the first thing in the morning, taking a big breath, looking up the trees, recognizing how blessed I am to be here, right? And just being the best I can yep. be in every day. And so I highly recommend what Danielle is saying, go find you a grounding meditation, a guided meditation. Yep. Um, and, and sometimes it's hard. If you're just starting meditation, it can be hard. It's hard for me. My brain is really messy. Um, always has been. And um, I had someone a couple of weeks ago say, we make, we have the fallacy that meditation is about quieting your mind. Meditation is about being okay with the messiness of your mind. 
and understanding the beauty of that and what you can get out of that. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because like quiet <laughs> is just quiet not, <laughs> right? It's not going to happen for me. So Danielle, this has been so incredible. I am just, I'm so glad that we were able to Yay. connect. You are such a joy. And I am so glad that I know you now. You are now in my village. And I'm so excited about that. And um, we are going to definitely do Fireside and I will uh, make sure to have all of your information in the show notes. And if there is a way that people want to reach out to you, if they're looking for some PR work, if they know somebody who needs PR, how can they find you? And we'll put it in the notes too, but how can they find you? Sure. Um, so coming up immediately, you can check out my mastermind group, uh, Meet Up the number two millionsmastermind.com. And there you can find access to uh, me and my community where we actually mastermind around your business through marketing, branding, sales systems, and funding, where we will next next level your business to uh, six, seven, and eight figures. So if you want to find a group where hands-on, we can work together, that is the first immediate place to go to. If you go to my Instagram at dpjeter, Click the link in my bio. You'll find all of the other information and ways to work with me as well. Love that. Love that. Yeah. And definitely find yourself a really good mastermind, folks. It it makes a difference. Find yourself a coach. Even if you're a coach, find a coach. Coaches need coaches, just like physicians need physicians, right? Therapists need therapists. We all need someone who's outside of us because I... I have so many physician heal thyself moments, right? I have to tell myself, Laurel, you're telling nobody else, give themselves grace. You got to give yourself some grace. So find yourself a great mastermind, find yourself an amazing community, find yourself people like Danielle who have figured it out and who are confident and clear and focused and disciplined and consistent and surround yourself with people who are going to help you level up as they say, you know, if you want to tell me about your business, tell me who you're surrounded with, the five people you surround Ooh. yourself with. That's what they say, right? And evaluate like yourself on a regular basis because I, every once in a while, I have to go look at that because my village is really, really strong and they're amazing. And so, but we can often get in touch with our village and not necessarily the village that's the different village for business growth, right? There, there's yep. there's different neighborhoods in your village, right? It's different. <laughs> so it's different. make sure you got all the neighborhoods you need to get where you need to be. Yep. So Danielle, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your gifts that you shared with us. And I am so appreciative. Laurel, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited that we're connected as well. And any ways that I can support you moving forward in your journey, you can call on me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And for all of you listening, thank you for tuning in to the Rutledge Perspective. Again, I appreciate every listen, every download. I know you have a choice in what you listen to, and I do not take it for granted that you're choosing to listen to me. I hope you have a fantastic week and we will catch you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or the Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.